Man, he shoved that down Vinny's mouth. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 201, entitled Catching Up, kind of, is going to be a little bit about what's been going on. Pull up a seat and have pull up a seat at the table and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at www.lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you give us a five-star review. They go a very long way. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We normally demonstrated that in the first 15 minutes of the podcast, but tonight it's going to pretty be pretty much the whole podcast, and we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime, lunchtime in Rome. Rome. So if you watch live, you see us do the countdown. If you don't watch live and you just listen to the podcast, you miss the five, four, three, and you don't, we don't say two or one. For purposes, though, the reason, the technical reason why we do it is so I can get a sample of the silence in the room so I can remove that. Never knew that. 201 like, podcast. Right. I'm learning something. So like there, there's, there is room noise that I just like to remove at the end. And mm. it's a very simple process, but it's a, also a nod at one of the greatest comedies of all time, Wayne's World. Amy and I went away this past weekend for our anniversary, celebrated our sweet 16. May I interrupt you before you get into this delightful story? Yeah. I would like to explain the definition of the title of the podcast because sure. we're, we were supposed to have, you know, Emily on again tonight. Yes. Um, Which that, I also want to talk about too. Right. And that didn't work out, but it is going to happen. Yeah. And then, so we're catching up just, hey, we want to catch up with you guys, let you know what's going on with us. But it's sort of, sort of, because Brian and Chris aren't here. So they're not catching up at all. Oh, either. right. Yeah. So, so we added an Amy, which yeah. is great. We went into our vault of Amy's yeah. and uh, <laughs> pulled out uh, number one Amy for now, uh, because she's here. And um, and that's why it's sort of catching up, kind of. Right. I'm what do you guys do, Riz? I'm the kind of. <laughs> We're definitely catching up you, just kind of on all of us. Right. Yeah. And, for, you know, catching up, Amy and I celebrated 16 years. 16. Which years. is crazy to me. Yep. Um, Your marriage can drive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we uh, stayed at Etage. I think that's how you pronounce it. Would you stay there again? No. No. Wait, yeah. when was this? Friday night. Man, I'm a terrible friend. Why? I didn't even know. Well, that remember that day, because I think Rachel texted the group that uh, happy anniversary, and then you texted Amy and myself oh, privately, right. and you were like, sorry, happy anniversary. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But you had a, you know, I mean, it was go time. You had me. a lot right. going on, yeah. which we're going to talk about in a right. little bit. Um, so, you know, whatever. So, Etage, where, what, huh? It's downtown, right near Market Square, and it looked really cool, like on, like, you know, you when think? I looked it up. Because it is, they describe it as executive living. And it's, the cool part is, it's not just like a hotel room, it's like a little apartment. Was it Airbnb or is it just No, it's straight up like hotel booking. All right. Um, And it was cool um, 
but you don't really get that feeling that you're taken care of like you do at a hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm sure we could have called the front desk, but it really felt like you were independent. Like these are your living quarters for the night. So you it know? felt more like an Airbnb. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way. It's been, if I would have gone into it like thinking of that, like, like that, I would have probably maybe had a little better. Ex- Very modern. Very, too modern. A little too modern for, for us. For my taste. No mattress. Just a yeah. <laughs> quartz rock. Uh, mattress was nothing, good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was, but it was, it was cool. There was like a living room. It was different. And full kitchen. Yeah. You know? So yeah. like, and, and it, it's, it's also meant for like executive type people to like stay for long periods of time if they're in town you know no fire alarms going off at that was a plus that's That's a a bonus that was a bonus shout out uh, sunflower sprouts yeah (laughs) Yeah. but uh but yeah this this place was uh it was cool but oh yeah it was great i mean there's and we didn't take advantage of all the different amenities because they did have like a rec room with a pool table and ping pong table and things like that and a rooftop and there was a rooftop um, uh, I don't know area. I don't think there's a bar up there. Well, Rachel but, and I, said, and that's the other thing. Like, there's no bar, like right. you know, a no restaurant what? bar. Um, Rachel and I say, you know, it's a Midlow family adventure. Yes, you know, like okay, yeah. So we don't do it again, but it was fun and it was oh, cool. For right, sure. and we went to dinner I, was excellent. Yeah, dinner was, was really that good. Was lovely. It's like pizza pizza rollio. It's in Market Square. It's a little Italian place. Yeah, yeah. Wood fire grill. Um, it was good eats. Pizzaiola? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was good. Not Pete's Areola. That's a different oh, thing. Oh, no. Different kind <laughs> yeah. of... Shut up, you call <laughs> <laughs> The waitress was fantastic. The Aww. drinks were yeah. excellent. Yeah. So, like, really yes. good. Really good. So our, our guy singing. What was he singing? Um, oh, like the guy Mia. in Market Square. Yeah. He was singing a Mamma Mia song. Yeah. He was singing Dancing a Mama, Queen. Dancing Queen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Cause it was, I was like, there he is. Like, and I felt bad cause like I didn't, I didn't have cash. But I was like, all right, this is the second time, and I've taken a picture of him. I owe him. Next time I go, I owe him, I owe him like a 10 spot or something, <laughs> you know, at least a five. Yeah. Um, 10. <laughs> five each. Yeah, there we go. Of course, then it'll be the third time, 15. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but a lovely night, and, but we, we watched Wayne's World too, um, cause it was on, and it's, and, for us, like, you know how couples have songs? Oh, that's your movie. We have Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. The first one. But Wayne's World 2 is on, which is also hilarious to us. Yeah. Um, and we just enjoyed it. was just fun. Um, I think that's all I... And what'd you do Saturday morning? We went... Um, slept, in. slept in. Yeah. Nice. Slept in. <laughs> like, we like we woke up, oh, and I was best. disappointed and, like, <laughs> elated, because I woke up and I was refreshed. But I was like, oh, it's already 9.30. Like, I was like... Yeah. Checkouts in an hour and a half, you know, like, you know, and that's, that's a good bit of time, but it's also not at right. the same time, you know, cause you like on a morning like that, you just kind of like want to get up and slowly get into the day instead of like, all right, well, now I got to get showered and pack up and everything. But, um, and then we went to one of Amy's fit. Well, we got coffee at Starbucks at one of the worst Starbucks down on uh, East Carson Street. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> It took five days. Five days to get burnt coffee. Well, it took five days to find parking and then uh, another five to get the coffee. Um, and we were going to catch breakfast down there. Uh, but it, like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like Saturday morning, it's just packed with cars. Like you, we couldn't find like a place to park. I only, like, I had to let her out just to get the coffee and then I like circled the block and I found a place here in Market Square or? No, this is East Carson Street. So South Side. Ooh. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Saturday morning. Yeah. So then we went to Hobby Lobby, which is like Amy's Mecca. Sure. And, uh, 
got a bunch of stuff because like it's so no let me hold on i want to yeah. i want to break this down a little bit so it's your passion it's your valhalla it's your everything yes it's not yours no but so do you tag along right behind do you say i'm gonna go check out and go walk somewhere else a little bit of store? both a mm-hmm. little bit of both okay because yeah. i do have input on stuff well, there was a moment walking down the aisle. There was a husband walking behind his oh, wife, yeah. Yeah. and then Eric's behind me, and we like all lock eyes. And she was like, "Yeah, I only have a few more minutes here." <laughs> and he was, she's like, "It's like a cattle prod behind me." <laughs> yeah, they were fun. <laughs> you know, they were fun. Kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but but I I enjoy that type of stuff up to a certain point. Sure. Then I'm ready to go. Like I've already right. seen everything that I need to see. Yeah. And she needs to like go still investigate all right. the different nooks and crannies and it was the first the time going to this particular one so it was Aww. kind of more stuff waterfront to or uh west mifflin yeah up near century three yeah there's one in robinson god rest its soul right. right um but, but but it was fun i had fun yeah. and we and we actually went picked up maggie and from my from my parents and then we went back to hobby lobby because she wasn't done well Hey. It was pouring down rain, and we were like, what else are we going to do? Right. Yeah. So right. it was something. We're either going to spend a lot of money taking Maggie somewhere that we don't want to spend money on right now, or spend money at Hobby Lobby, which we do want to spend money on right yeah. now. Yeah. That's fun, though. And she probably had Oh, fun. it was very fun. Yeah. yeah. Did you get lunch? Uh, well, we went Wait, to Sheets on the way. We went oh, to Sheets breakfast. on the way, um, which I love Sheets. Um, what do we do for lunch? I don't remember. I don't either. I don't think we did. Because we went to Walmart. <laughs> we had a big day. It was a Walmart, day. Hobby Lobby. I know. Happy, Happy anniversary, anniversary Sweet 16. Right. I know how to treat a woman. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> Pretty nice Saturday, really. <laughs> yeah. Although to... we didn't make it to Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Right. That's close. That's so funny that you mentioned that. that we, we mentioned that because there was a car. instead. You know the guy like with the arrow that's like, you know, liquidation sale. Yeah, 20 yeah. to 60%. Well, we saw a car like circling around the century three area with that like on the top of it like i was like that's a first that's well, better than having to stand there all day this is true hi Patton. hey Patton's here love me some Patton. oh me too good to have you here buddy let me zoom in on that too <laughs> yeah it's a little small kind of like my uh google doc mistake that i made i was typing up sermon notes on probably saturday i guess and i like because i use a separate mouse but i like leaned on with my thumbs or whatever the mouse pad or something and it shrunk everything that's on the whole screen mm-hmm. and i've had that happen before and it's like because i can touch screen so i uh, went yeah. to but i went to my other tabs and they were all fine hmm. so i closed the tab opened it again no it's a google doc thing now let me tell you i have looked at every tab drop down icon yeah, whatever I, yeah flipped over every it's it's smaller now no i mean on the dock <laughs> i can go 150 <laughs> percent and it gets back to normal okay but just the dock but all the other drop, stuff on top Huh. Turned it off, turned it back on. When you go back to it, hit uh, Control Zero. There we go. Really? Try that. I did not try that. I tried oh, Control that. One, Two, Three, Four. <laughs> I didn't try Control Zero. <laughs> and how's Amy? Uh, okay. How's it gardening? <laughs> well, good segue. So, yes. Oh, good. yeah. What's good is bad. It's been wonderful. What's good is bad. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who have uh, not sat at the table long enough with us, everything good brings something bad in Amy's it's, life. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Yeah, woke up Friday morning. Well, yeah, Friday morning. And my foot was starting to like, oh, this feels weird. You know, like, eh, maybe I just brew. Okay, whatever. By like Friday night. Into- when you wore heels that night. 
Yeah, that was smart. Yeah. Um, and walk around the Hobby Lobby all day on that bad yeah. foot. But mm-hmm. Saturday morning, mm-hmm. I was like, Preach. "This, my foot is killing me." And then by Saturday night, it was bad. It was so bad. Like yeah. I didn't sleep. And you it can't was, do anything with a bad foot. Yeah, if it's it hurts when you're weekend, not on it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I will say, I can, I can handle pain pretty good, yeah. honestly. This was the worst pain I think I have ever. Sheesh. I mean, it's it's it was so bad. Um, so I didn't sleep all night, and like, oh my gosh, what is this? And by Sunday, I was like, I can't, I can't do anything. Like, we were promised Maggie to go to Kennywood that day, and okay, she went to and Kennywood. So she went because Eric's the best. Uh, <laughs> but um, I ended up calling off work on Monday. Like, I never call off, <clears throat> so I ended up going to my chiropractor. Yeah, you never call off. And um, he's like, yeah, this is the, probably the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> Here's a, it's a tendon. It's I forget the name of it. It's an, a tendon that runs right under your foot up behind your calf, <clears throat> and actually, like. Dancer, like ballet dancers get this very injury similar, or athletes. Similar. And I'm like, you know. Like Liz Frank. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> That's the injury. It's that, basically mm, the yeah. tendon that controls your big toe. Like, mm. and yeah. So he was like, my wife, this happened to her a couple weeks ago when she was out gardening. And I think it was a combination, which is so Gardener's funny. Gardener's toe. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it was a combination of just doing a lot of it in a concentrated period of time. In bad and shoes. Terrible, not great shoes. Yeah. And I mean, the constant pounding of it and like being on a certain angle, angle or whatever, he, who knows what I was doing. Really inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, did he work on your leg and foot? Yes. And? Uh, yes. It's Today is the best it's been since Progress. Know, Friday. Best or least um, worst? Best, least worst? What's that one? Is it best or least worst? Like, hey, it's almost back to normal or it doesn't hurt as bad as it did yesterday. Doesn't hurt as bad. Ah, uh, that's too bad. And then he, well, I mean, he did say like three weeks. Oh, well then. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, you definitely didn't fracture it. I, I mean, I don't see a reason to x-ray it. He's like, it's just that you, it's like as if somebody took a hammer to your tendon, like to your foot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's been amazing. He has this really cool like device thing on my foot. That's like a laser that supposedly helps the swelling go down like oh. through your foot. And I he's like, like yeah, this machine's like $7,000. Yeah. <laughs> and so I will say break it, it really worked. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have to go back tomorrow and Friday again. I've been there like every yeah, day. That's, that's, you're making progress. It's like, oh, yeah. there's hope. Yes. Yeah. It's not yeah. curling up I'm, and got your new shoes. Big supporter of, yeah, the chiropractor. He's been Proper chiropractor. Yeah. And so I'm going to invest in some good like hiking boots or something too. Merles. Yeah. Merles. Something like that. So, yeah, that's been a rough and work's still good yes work's been great i mean that's what six months now yeah i've been there since january um yeah i love it i really do but that's so that's awesome because that was a leap it was i just thought of that today like you know and it was a leap like Mm -hmm. it's a big thing leaving a company for 10 years and then going into something completely somewhat familiar but also very new and 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 nobody that's um, recruiting you or interviewing you is like here's our bad side so like you sure. know you're gonna run into oh, that. Right. You know, nobody's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're a terrible place to work for. Come work for <laughs> <Sure>. us. <laughs> yeah. No, but like I feel like I've been there longer than that. Like uh, even today, like even today everybody was so like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? We missed you on Monday. Are you feeling better? And and you know, my boss was like, you know, you could have switched days. It's okay. Like she was just trying to like it's almost like they actually care. I mean, they really genuinely <laughs> What kind of game care. are they playing? <laughs> I know. What kind of mind yeah. games are they playing yeah, with? It's a good place. We're on a doing a committee right now they do a memorial walk every year that like anybody that's lost a loved one um it doesn't have to be any of our patients but anybody in the community can go love the look and the hand um, motion i was like, like a loved one, one. like yeah. you just mm-hmm. did jay yeah see look at segue so they do a memorial what 
walk. It's so it's like a you know like a ten to two thing, and you go and can walk on walk there. on your bad foot. Yes. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> more than that, they're gonna have like different stations set up about you know how to support somebody during grief and you know all the things. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. So. Ooh, on the walk. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So that we're gonna have it on like stations at, as you the yeah. walk. walk slash cry. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well. So, um, yeah. That's like the idea that I had for um, a fundraiser for Young Life was a donut dash. And so you talk to like local bakeries and stuff and you yeah. get a bunch of donuts yeah. donated. And so there's three different ways you can participate. I mean, you can either make your own donuts, I guess that'd be another way, but you can come and just sample the donuts, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know, whatever. Okay. You can do a 5K dash. So it's just a race. Mm-hmm. Or you do the donut dash and you eat a donut, run 1K, eat a donut. Run one k, oh, eat wow. a donut. Oh my run gosh! One k, eat a, run the last k, and then eat a donut, and then throw up. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I, I wow. saw there's some event they have in some beach somewhere where they have to they run. It's not a marathon, but it's a lot. Maybe it's a ten k, and then when they're done, they have to eat six donuts and drink six beers. Oh my gosh! And that's when your time is done. So you have to. That's part of it. But then everybody throws up on each other. No. Yeah, like it's an honor. Like you like, throw, like the Gatorade, like I send yeah. the coach at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, it, was da- it was actually Dave tells he was like the host of like, he would go across the country at all these drinking things. Yeah. And that was one of them. I remember he did that show. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good show. And then his liver fell out. So he stopped doing that. But yeah. Yeah. you'll have that. Yeah. Um, so for me, yeah, my mom died. Um, I said this morning at 11, we're in the, the, um, did you tag that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it's just, it's just, sorry, it's well, a matter of fact. No, it was. <laughs> we were in the chapel of the cemetery saying our final, final goodbyes because we already said our final goodbyes earlier. Yeah, then, but they weren't, they didn't count. I guess not. <laughs> well, and it was actually great. We were talking about how silly it is. You have to go to the chapel or the, the, I almost said nursing home. You have to go to the funeral home before you go to the church mm-hmm. for the funeral. And you have to say, because you have to say your final goodbyes. And then we said, well, why do we have to go to the chapel at the cemetery? And they said, because well, you have to say your final goodbyes. <laughs> and Michael's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And Bob's like, look, you just do it. Okay. <laughs> you just do it. Just because you just put up with it and you just do it. <laughs> and I turned to Michael and I said, well, that's how you got here. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my better lines. Of the that was good. That was good. But I'm in the chapel. <laughs> and I looked at my watch and it was 1132. Which is exactly one week from the moment I ran in to my mom's apartment when she wasn't down in the... And I said, I can officially say, it has been a week. (laughs) It has been a lot of doing in this week. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It's been a wild ride. And for those of you who are sitting sitting at the table with us... um. My mother's wanted to die for, I think I can't figure it out, but it's like 12 years, except nothing's been wrong with her. And in the last few years, she's gotten weaker, and but I mean, still lived on her own. And, but still pretty dadgum healthy. I mean, yeah. no, I don't think any hospital stays outside of, you know, so. Wow. Yeah. But she had a massive brain bleed, but it was amazing how um, God orchestrated the whole thing and mm-hmm. The fact that it was funny, was, of course, you know, yes, it was the viewing and it was like, we said it was like 217 people or something came through, which was pretty nice. Wow. So you tell the same story all over again, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. over and over yeah. and over again. Right. 
But the one thing was just how God orchestrated all of it. And that, you know, my mother was, I'm sure she was in pain, but that's even in the ER, she's cracking jokes and everything. But yeah. I kept saying how God orchestrated everything in that. I ran into the apartment and she was standing brushing her teeth. And as I turned the corner, she went down. And this only occurred to me like towards the end of the second viewing last night that all I've said is how God orchestrated everything. And it was so perfect timing and everything else. And I went, well, I mean, maybe 30 seconds earlier, I could have caught her before she hit the ground. <laughs> like, maybe I run too slow. Maybe, you know, but even then she didn't hurt anything on the fall other than cutting her arm. Um, but it was so funny. It was like, it took me that, I mean, how many times have I told the story at that point? And I was like, well, I'm probably rather not fallen, but, um, so, you know, I don't really know where to go with the updates and everything else. Um, you know, maybe we'll do it longer another time and talk about like what we were thinking about having tonight be was the emotional minefield of the death of a lo- of a loved mm-hmm. one, especially in a big family. And I, yeah, I yeah. think that's great. And we can definitely do it again. And I thought, you know, thinking forward, we were originally, this show was going to be about postpartum depression. Which was great because somebody asked me like, hey, after the funeral, do you want to do this or do that? And I was like, well, I have a uh, <laughs> podcast on postpartum depression. <laughs> They're like, you lead a dark life. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. But I think that should be one of our focuses moving forward as a show. We'll have a little one minute uh, show meeting. But like picking a topic like postpartum or death or, you know, it doesn't, anything. Birth. Sure. I don't know why I said it so loud. <laughs> and picking apart, like, why you're feeling intense feelings based on emotional needs. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was reading Patton's comment. Um, but yeah, like, how do the emotional needs apply to this significant life event? Yes. A wedding. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, we can... Divorce. We can do all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. And I think people would be really enlightened... You know, and if, how you're, that if you're feeling this, then you probably have a high need of this. Well, and this is what for you example, need to be, this is how you need to be comforted. So mom has, uh, and thank you, Patton. I appreciate it, man. Um, it's a wild ride. Um, so probably Wednesday, no, Thursday night. So mom goes in the ICU, whatever else. We, um, but even Wednesday, it was Wednesday, sorry. We had dinner in my mom's apartment because my sister Kathy was coming to town. She was going to stay there, whatever else. So that night, Belly goes, you know, I don't even know what I'm supposed to feel right now. She goes, because in a way, I'm happy for mom, for grandma, because this is what she's wanted. Mm-hmm. But I'm sad for me. But it was really weird being in her apartment without her there. Sure. But I was excited to see everybody that was there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I don't really know layers. what I'm supposed to be feeling. And I said, wow, Belly. I said, you are right in the pocket. Yeah. Because yes. that's exactly it. Yeah. Said, right. You experience all the emotions. Yeah. And the key is to experience mm-hmm. them all. And not feel like you shouldn't be feeling one way or yes. the other. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we can you can apply that to so many different so situations. many things. Yeah. The, the one thing I would say that I would like to just point out, not even go into, because I said the emotional minefield that is mm-hmm. the trauma of the loss of a loved one, the losing of, and then the loss of. Mm. You know, and and so my family, my mother's claim to fame is that I have five nice kids who not only love each other but like each other. They like to spend time together. All the grandkids like each other, you know, and even given that, and we were, it was such a blessing because I mean, in the ER, which for me was like watching my mother fall, picking her up, putting her onto the commode, as she said. And she was so lucid. She even goes, commode. Nobody uses that word anymore. You know, as she's in mid stroke yeah. that I didn't know she was having. I might start using it in honor of <laughs> Betty. Shout out commode. There you go. But 
that wasn't traumatic. It was go time and everything else. Mm-hmm. So we we take her, they can do 911, the paramedics come in, and like God just gives me moments. Like my mother has a hundred pictures of all of her kids, grandkids, friends, anything else on her uh, on her cupboard, closet. Yeah. When you walk into her apartment. Paramedic walks in, the last one, so it's two, maybe three, I don't remember. But the older guy, kind of bald, whatever else, and he walks in, he goes, well, That's a lot of pictures. Where's your mom? <laughs> And it was just like, well, that's outstanding. Right. You know, it was just Another such day. a great random moment, yep. you know. <laughs> but all that's fine. And they said to us, all right, you know, and it's crazy again to the God thing because they said, uh, where do you want her, where do you want us to take her? UPMC East or Forbes? Nope. And I was like, I pull. Um, well, and it's one of those times where like they're looking at me and I'm like, this is one of those times I get to make a decision. All right. I said, well, she goes to Premier. That's AGH. And I'm like, all right, uh, Forbes. And the thing is, in the back of my mind, I've heard some not great things about mm-hmm. UPMC East. And it was amazing how well we were taken care of at Forbes. Well, that's great. And yeah. so it was just those little things. But then as they're leaving, we said, well, what's next? They said, well, we're going to take her out to Forbes. But, you know, you guys want to kind of drag your feet, make your way out there, because we're going to be out front for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Jan, 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 Jan was with me like I had texted her. She wasn't far. Mm-hmm. She helped me in the moment and everything else because my mom was just leaning up against me from the commode. And I was trapped. Like I was literally wedged in between my mother and the sink for 20 minutes. And I'm like, if I can like lean her up against the wall, I can go get her office chair that has wheels. I can take a better assessment of her, see how she is, whatever else. Like, you know, if I moved at all, she would flip over. Mm-hmm. So Jan was there, everything else. So she and I both used the restroom and then we go downstairs and the ambulance is gone. And I went, well, that's not good. Oh, <laughs> when, yeah, they said, right? when they say we're going to be there a while and then yeah. they're not there. Well, it was because it was obviously getting much worse. Uh-huh. Okay. So I say all that to say we get to the hospital and they say, you know, one of you can come back. And so I went back. And that was the most traumatic moment for me because she was – and the only phrase – it's the only way I can describe it is she was all stretched out. I mean like she was like mm. just contorted. I mean, her blood pressure was 199 over 111. Wow. But that's when she was cracking jokes, when they said, you know, do you know who's with you? Number five, she said. Barely decipherable, but you could still hear it. And so... um, Did she she ever refer to you as number five ever? Yeah. I mean, not Not really. I mean, Yeah, I mean, not not really. That wasn't her thing. Yeah, because it is funny. (laughs) And I don't know why I got into that as far as the trauma goes. Oh. It was your most the it was the hardest moment seeing her like yeah that, in that moment oh going. I know why yeah oh I'll find it <clears throat> well that's true too but so they um they said she has a, a massive brain bleed and we are going to do surgery and I said well, excuse me <laughs> and they said it's going to be a long road to recovery <laughs> and I was like stop. And I said, wait, are you telling me that if she has the surgery and everything miraculously goes well, you're going to get her back to this where she is right now? And I said, let me be very clear. I said, I'm pretty sure that's a hard no. I said, I do need to go talk to my siblings. They said, well, does she have a DNR? And I said, let me be very clear. She has a DDA. I said, don't do anything. And, um, but it was cool because just even that, by the time we came back, they're like, yeah, she's not a good candidate for surgery. And I was like, oh, you think? Thanks, Doc. How many years of med school did you go to to come up with that? And I didn't say that. But it was nice that we didn't have to make that call. It's easy to have a DNR, but when you got to say yeah, and that was the point. So then they went over the, oh, I'm coming full circle. I did find it. When 
it's easy for mom to have a DNR. A year ago, she added in handwriting a bunch of things to her do mm. not resuscitate and to her living will. And she signed it a year ago. Please, thank you, goodbye. A year ago. Huh. <laughs> like, she's like, that's what I'm telling you. Whenever yeah. this happens, I mean it. Aww. So it was Tommy and myself and Marcy. And we were always, frankly, I don't know if she listens to the podcast or not, but Marcy, we we're always worried that she would sort of like still be giving CPR while we're all going, no, she didn't want this. Every answer. Yes, no, right, lockstep. Mm. This is what mom wanted. You know, it's time. It's all that stuff. So even in a family, we are that locked and loaded in one step. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. There's still minefields. You mm. know, and so, you know, everything went great one night. And then another night, it doesn't go great. Mm. And so I pulled Kathy and Tommy aside, blowing up some spots here Saturday or Sunday night. And I said, listen, we're not okay. And I need to explain why we're not okay. Because what happens in these moments Mm -hmm. is you get a little bit bent, you get a little bit hurt, you don't say anything because, well, everybody's traumatized and everybody's this, sure, but it doesn't heal the hurt and and you don't have any resolution to it. And so when I did pull them aside and shared that, Kathy said, well, when you said this, I really was this way. And and it was funny because at first I didn't agree with her and to be to, to a point, I still don't. But I said to her, well, actually, you should have been more upset if you look at it this way. You know, and she was like, wow, that is a good point. And I'm like, and it was wrong for me to. And so we hammered it out, but it was very intentional mm. and it was very exhausting. Sure. And it was three minutes, but we're, we're a hundred percent right now. Yeah. And, and it takes that work and that kind of commitment to family and commitment to, mm. we're not going to let the enemy divide right. us in these moments. Yeah. And so that's something we could flush out for a long time. Um, another time. But one thing I did want to share And at some point, you guys are going to have to talk because otherwise it's just me talking the whole night. But there's nowhere for you guys to talk. So whatever. Have you ever heard of the Mrs. Uh, Hospice Care lady? You? Okay. Yes. Um, The ball in the box. The grief ball in the box. Not heard of that specifically, but I have an idea. So Matthew pulls me aside and tells me that his father-in-law isn't very wise in the ways of emotional needs. And I, I don't, he didn't tell the whole story. Apparently somebody had died and he wasn't handling it well. Look at Eric's already brought it up. And so the idea, and it's funny because I mean, I've been in the emotional mm-hmm. needs game for a while now and I've heard that, you know, the grief is a more of a slinky mm-hmm. and you know, it's not a straight line right. and it's all those things, right. but that we have a pain button or a trauma button on the box, which is inside the box. The box is our emotions for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. The ball is, um, our hurts, the trauma, the grief, the whatever. Right. And when you first have something happen, the ball is very big and it barely fits inside the box. So it's always banging that pain or the trauma button. Mm, But as you heal, the ball gets smaller. And as comfort is attached to grief in our terms and there's healing, the ball gets smaller. And so it's banging around in there. But it's not hitting the pain button. But every once in a while, it still does. Yes. And I was like, and so right now, when everybody's, you know, raw and it just happened, your, you know, trauma ball or whatever you want to say is much bigger. And I was like, that is a brilliant analogy. That is a good analogy. Yeah, it's a good Because that's why you can be 20 years later and you see that one commercial that you and Uncle Wally watch together or whatever. Yeah. And it hits that trauma button. They call them grief bursts. Mm. And like, I've, you know, through... Through my work, I've taken a lot of like, you know, certifications or like trainings on grief, which has been really something I never thought I'd get into, but it was actually quite interesting. And like, when you talk about the trauma, it's like, 
you know, however you reacted to trauma <laughs> back in the, whatever happened is exactly how you're going to grieve. Like it's, it's not going to be any different. Flush <clears throat> that out some more. Um, so if you have any kind of trauma, it could be anything or anything that you react to, like your hurts, however they come out. A lot of times that's also the same way you're going to grieve. Okay. So it's your conditioned response, not conditioned response. It's yeah. your response. Yeah. To, in this case, intense hurt. Right. Which is, I mean, the definition of trauma is a pain mm-hmm. greater than you can like handle Like however you at a react to a chaos, like the coping, I should say. Like if you cope in a unhealthy way, could very well treat like a trauma, could like a grief, like a death. And it could also change from if it's a spouse versus a grandmother. You know what I mean? Like you have a different reaction to different different people in relationships too. But if you're your coping mechanisms and how you react to things after somebody passes, like your grief can come out the same way. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I mean, isn't it just, a, it's a different way to look at it. It's still a hurt. And we talk about how right. hurt goes to anger, you know, uh, guilt, self-condemnation, or what's the fourth one? Fear. Fear. Um, is that kind of what? And or a manifestation of any of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what happened to me in the Dollar General about my grandma? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, you have a great verse. Yeah. So like, the, yeah. so to put that... Uh, I'm glad in, you added grandma, because otherwise that would be a really traumatic Dollar General story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what happened to me in Dollar General, I still grieve that moment. <laughs> well, and, and I, I think I've actually mentioned this on the show before, but um, my grandma passed away, this was years ago, and Jay, like you've talked about, like, it's not really on Christmas. I mean, some people have right. heavy, heavy... Sadness yeah, on it's Christmas. Yeah, their birthday or right. so this anniversary or of the death or whatever. Some people are like that, but Tuesday, three p.m. At it a was Dollar literally General. like it was. Yeah, Tuesday at Dollar General. We walk in and I, it was springtime, and I see all this like, you know, spring decoration stuff of like you know cardinal birds and flowers, and it just reminded me of her, and it just just hit me right in the gut, and I was uh. like, oh, <laughs> I don't want to cry in a Dollar General. I don't want to cry in a Dollar General. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. But I did. Yeah. This afternoon, actually, I was getting in the. I was cleaning up after being on the disc golf course, doing some weeding, and uh, the phone, the landline rang. And I was like, "Oh, I wonder if it's no." <laughs> Is <Isn't> there <laughs> like it's my mom? It, right. There's like and I really hope it's not right. at this point. The knock <laughs> yeah. on the door. That means someone's going to you ever hear those weird superstitions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, right. knock on the door. Nobody's yeah. there. And, and yeah. it's, you talk about how you deal with grief and how you deal with trauma and everything else, because my family, you know, this can be a shocker. You know, we use a lot of humor, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. so the very first night um, I said, well, anybody want to, uh, you know, send an email out for mom because we're in her place where her apartment is. And Bob goes, ah, wait till after the funeral. Hey, thanks for coming. It was nice seeing you guys. There. <laughs> we decided not to do that. <laughs> not yet. But then, so the other night, Tommy pulled Tyler and Hunter aside and he said, hey, listen, I want you guys to know if your mother and I get into a car accident and die, you guys are screwed on how to handle all of our stuff. Because <laughs> like we've gone through it now with dad. Oh, yeah. We're going through it with mom, yeah. who is much more organized. Shocker. Right. Than my dad. But he's like, you guys are absolutely screwed. <laughs> and I said, he said, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, living wills and everything else. And I said, you know, I've, I've thought about making a video of in case I die suddenly, you know, for my loved ones that say, listen, I know it's sad, but I'm mm-hmm. in, you know, I'm in a better place, whatever else. And I'm excited and I want you guys to be with me and all that stuff. And it just kept morphing into more and more ridiculous. <laughs> 
you know, and Tommy's like, yeah, you're never going to believe who's here. <laughs> and I said, and who's not? <laughs> I told you this, yeah. but I said, I said, hey, you know that Jesus thing? That only gets you in the door. <laughs> they hold you accountable for all your sins. And Matthew, of all people, Matthew goes, yeah. He goes, they made me watch mine. <laughs> and then he sighs and he goes, I'm going to have a really pensive drive home now. <laughs> but we did lots of fun stuff like that throughout the week. Um, otherwise, it was great to have the support. And I'll tell you what blew my mind. So we had our care team provided dinner Thursday. I don't know if it was Wednesday. Did we do Wednesday? We must have. What happened Wednesday? It happened Wednesday. I know we ate. So no, we must have just done. I don't know. It's not worth it. I figured it figured out. But you know, they provided meals Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then through a connection with Jess... Mohans. Yeah, shout uh, out. Mohans. Uh, they provided the meal for us in between uh, the viewings yesterday, and then Heather Houlihan and Addison Avenue Catering provided it today. The number of times, now my family, all of them are avid churchgoers. Mm-hmm. They're all involved in good churches, as much as I know, I think around. They're like, D- D- is this from your church as well? Is this another? Did they really provide this? Oh. Poop my pants. I forgot your bowls and your uh. thing. I just, Tommy just handed it to me and I left it at Mary Lynn's. It's fine. And I was like, I remember oh, this fine. and I'll take it out there. So my bad. But, and again, I mean, Rich face. Oh, I have to tell that story. <laughs> he but looked I mean, at me across the restaurant last night. It was great. It was a great moment. <clears throat> but just the, the outpouring of love and support. And, you know, like Kathy said, you're in the circle. And I said, right. <laughs> and, you know, and she's like, well, we spend our lives like helping out people. Now you're the one in the love circle that everybody is loving. And mm. I'm like, I don't love the analogy, but that yeah. is nice. <laughs> but even like my people were shocked. My family was shocked at quote unquote my people. And I'm like, where do you people go to church? Like, this is what right. we do. This like, is this, what the church yes. does. This is what it is all about. And the number of people offering and stepping up and, you know, the kind words and the notes. And like, even like today, I get, I tried to take a nap, didn't work real well. Come downstairs and there's a box. And I open up the box. And actually, I was going down the stairs and I went, let it be for me and let it be really awesome. And, there's and a I'm ball thinking, in it. <laughs> materialistically speaking, yeah, there's a grief ball in it. <laughs> and it said, love mom. And I was like, oh, <laughs> And I opened it up and it was for me. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And it was a fruit basket. And it said, you know, may this help you, blah, blah, blah. Dawn. And Donna Leone, Aww. who come to the 9 a.m. service, and it said Romans 12, 15. Oh, man. Oh, man. I wow. started to cry in the oh, kitchen. Oh, man, I would too. I cried today once during the ceremony for like 10 seconds, and then when Bella was singing, yeah, and then here. Yeah. And it was just such pure love wow. in yeah. that moment. And I texted them as much. I said, for whatever reason, this made me really tear up in this moment. Wow. And they're like, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's awesome. That's amazing. I love yeah. that. So this morning, we're in a Catholic church because my mother was uber Catholic. And so it's kind of a new experience for Joe and for Bella and for Leah to a degree. It's a lot and, of doing. And, you know, and so <laughs> yeah. the first song was How Great Thou Art. All right. Classic. They're like, oh, we and know one. And it's already funny because, like, they didn't seat us. Like, they're like, sit wherever you want. And I was like, 
it seats 800. I was going to say, it's a huge church. There's four first rows in this church, you know? And so it's, it's already hilarious. And I'm trying not to be inappropriate or (laughs) you all sit in in completely different parts. We kind of did. I mean, like Marilyn and Bob and the plush calluses were top right in the middle, but like (laughs) Joe's way in the back. (laughs) But like Rachel, who was doing a reading. And Bella, who was singing, are in the second row. Turns out Bella was sitting. It was so funny. Tommy goes, well, let's go sit down in mom's seat. I went, right, right, right. Where's that? Where's that? Because <laughs> I would always just drop Rachel off to take mom to church so the parking worked better. <laughs> but so I'm saying I was next to Kathy and then Mia was next to me as well, which was good because she was very sad. So like I could be that gentle comedic or just the gentle hand. Mm-hmm. Like at one point I had a, I had a rip roaring joke locked and loaded. <laughs> and as I, cause she was at like two or three feet away from me, I, I walked over and I'm like, wait, she's sobbing. And nope. so I just put the hand on the shoulder, <laughs> scoochied back, but how great thou art. And I'm standing there next to Kathy, which is awesome. And I went to put my hand up. To worship. Yeah. Well, that's not so much a Catholic thing. Oh, yeah. And so right. I put it down. You feel it like you get hit back down. You're like, what the <laughs> heck was yeah. that? It's like, it's a, like a ceiling. It's like... <laughs> and so in a moment, I got sad that I, like, here I am. I can't worship. Mm-hmm. But then, because, I mean, I was caught up in, man, how great God is, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I'm worshiping. And I put it down. <laughs> and then I laugh to myself. Because I'm like, this is so fun. This is exactly what we're talking about. Like, I am in this socially conscious Uber moment. And then I realized, man, even in a traditional, how do I put this without being somewhat disrespectful, less than overly charismatic environment. Sure. I was led to worship. Mm -hmm. Mm. Even in, you know, and that broke me down. Yeah. You know, and it was just such a sweet moment. And then... Rachel, of course, did fine given her reading. And I had told her, and she had to raise her hand when she said the book of the Bible. Which you don't. Like days ago, which yeah. you don't. Yeah. And then we just, and Joe said when she finishes, he goes, you know, I don't know what you're supposed to say at Catholic Mass because there's always the responses right. and stuff. Yeah. So he was going to say, amen, hell yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then Tyler made a video because he was doing the responsorial, you know, the Lord hear our prayer or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah, And he made a video the other night of him practicing, and it was pee or pants. He's like, that those of the departed, you know. <laughs> and he goes, I think that Mary Lynn had said something, because there was a lady that would escort you up, like walk and make sure you didn't fall, like no matter who you were, up to the lectern. Or like, like, like the Oscars. <laughs> or, or it's like the ladies there, like, we know you don't go here so we're right. just gonna help you so you don't look embarrassed but he said that she walked up he goes i think marilyn said something to her because mm-hmm. she walked up behind me and she goes read this just this mm-hmm. <laughs> like like right. don't ad lib like he was going to or something but i said the beauty of tyler because he did it he did it very professionally and everything else but i said you think it's the focus because he would put his hand out you know lord right. hear our prayer yeah. yeah but he would go he would raise his hand and then do a small head nod each time like he's approving of you <laughs> I mean, you're just peeing your pants the whole time. Communion? Did you guys do? Did well, you, guys you know, do Rachel's line is always, not so always. Not, yeah. Well, <laughs> they say if, you, if you're not Catholic or you're not in a, whatever it is, you can't receive communion if right. you are Catholic, if you're not, if you haven't been to confession or whatever, right. you can come up and get a blessing. Yeah. And she's not a big fan of having people she doesn't know bless her. <laughs> And her line at the one funeral was, I don't know where that guy's been. Maybe I'll bless him, <laughs> which would be great. Like you block it. 
I'll bless you. <laughs> no, but we we didn't. Um, Joe, <laughs> Joe leans over to me. Vinny was there, Dizzy and Vinny, mm-hmm. and they're they're great. And like it was so, we we're so blessed by so many people. But <laughs> Joe leans to me, and goes, "Man, he shoved that down Vinny's mouth." <laughs> <laughs> We're all experiencing things for the first time, son. There is the quote. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good call. <clears throat> but Bella did sing um, Let There Be oh, Peace on nice. Earth. And and it was so cool when we were talking about it because Bella's like, well, I could sing. And Rachel was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Right. Because Rachel, my God, Rachel here. felt that Bella was feeling pressured into doing it. Uh, and then Bella goes, what? Well, I think Grandma would have wanted me to say. Yeah. I think that's amazing that she, like, volunteered it. And, she, said, like, and it was all her. And, like, and, of course, that that's a hard thing to do. That oh my did gosh, hurt that's Bella's huge. feelings that Rachel said yeah. no. And well, we had sure. to, Rachel's like, no, I was protecting you mm. from everybody else, you know, and the pressure. Right. And that we do want to hear you. And so it was just a, it was a lovely yeah. experience in a lot of ways. Um, surreal and like they have a fountain for Easter by the altar, like a water, like mm-hmm. like a decorative yeah. fountain, yeah, 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 running whole time, yeah, not a drinking fountain, no, <laughs> no, no. I don't know if you know me. Can you drink from it? Like, you could, could you? Yeah. you could. Um, but you know, I like I have to pee a lot. I was gonna uh, say yeah. your bladder yeah, is yeah. like yeah. a size of a bee. That's that's before you know. So I yeah. still had to go through everything. Oh, so the joke that I had was they do the incense. Oh yeah. Well, Marcy doesn't like smells. Especially the incense like what, that they burn. I don't know yeah. what the smell is, but it is not like your typical And Kathy incense. goes, Marcy's going to whip out a mask. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what I was going to tell Mia, but then she was crying. And later on, Bob goes, left-handed incense guy. You don't see too many of those. He goes, he had good action on it, though. He had good action. Because sometimes you go more of a circle, but I liked his up and down. It was a nice touch. I love it. So that's, that's how I've been. I'm um, excited. We're going on this golf trip coming up here. Just an oh, overnighter. A little overnighter. I am so excited. But the weather's supposed to be good. I'm excited for that. Memorial Day's coming up. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Was oh, we- prom. Kennywood. So not only. Oh, yeah. Kennywood. Yeah. Not only this morning. I don't even know if this will go through. While you're looking that up, does this kick off the summer? Memorial Day kick off uh, Kennywood open like fully? think so okay so yep. we could use because i have summer fridays now right so not only did my day start like this <laughs> not like that techie guy you're, yeah, gonna techie wanna, guy. you're probably gonna want to hold the bottom of the phone to the mic i think hello um i have an order here for a joseph matildo <laughs> i think it came through yeah <laughs> I've been alive for 52 years. Oh, man. I've had Milto. Yeah. Yep. I've had it misspelled Mitlo with a W. I had a Japanese professor in college. Eventually get it to Jitlo. Yeah, (laughs) I like that. Of which Laura Troop, shout out Laura Troop, still calls me that to this day. (laughs) Jitlo. It's like Jay Mitlo Matildo. Right. I woke Bella up with that today. She was like, you're adding not only consonants, but whole (laughs) syllables that aren't even there. (laughs) Yeah. So the cake, you guys don't know this, the cake comes. Now we had it. We have big talk about ordering a cake. I mean, the number of things you have to do in a week are it's, crazy. It's it a lot. And, it's yeah. a lot of doing. And of course, I sort of took on the food. Yeah. And so I was like, Mr. Gluten Free Guy, which you talk about emotional needs. I was like, wait, in the break at of the viewing, Mohan's, I said, do you just want to go with cold foods? 
rather than a whole hot food thing? Mm. And Marcy replied, well, hot, uh, hot foods would be better for the gluten-free people. And I was like, right there, right there. That's one of the minefields. You're telling me, A, a food thing, B, about gluten-free. <laughs> like, you know, and by the way, you're wrong. Right. <laughs> it was so great. And right. I was just like, see, so, you know, screenshot it, put an arrow to it, send it to Rachel, we move on, you know. <laughs> but so I did the food thing all week, had to do the cake. And so we were doing it the other night and I'm like, okay, full sheet. And like, it was like, I'll leave all the details out. We finally decided it would say Betty, but then it would say mom, grandma, mm-hmm. Gigi ma, which is what she is. That's her great grandma mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Friend, aunt. I think that was all we had on it. All of her titles. Right. So they called this morning because they didn't understand. It doesn't say happy birthday. It doesn't say ha- congratulations. It doesn't say anything. <laughs> How should it look? So I, just the plain cake so I call back. I say, put Betty in the middle, put all those things around it, yellow flowers, green lettering, done. Because Marcy said, you don't do red. It kills people immediately if you get red icing. It does taste That's, awful. Well, I think does. it's more of a chemical. like a. It's like a bitterness to it. It's gross. <laughs> so as I walk into the funeral luncheon, Heather Hulian comes up to me. She goes, well, you were right to be concerned about that cake. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. She said, apparently their decorator called off today. So we go over, and the font's pretty bad. And this is Giant Eagle Rodi? Uh-huh. Okay. The font's pretty bad. <laughs> and, uh, like, GG is at the bottom, and Ma is in the top <laughs> left. <laughs> oh, man. And somebody said, ground me? <laughs> and we're like, no, that's grandma. <laughs> this is like the Cape Crex. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Cape Crex. Oh, it's great. Did you take a picture of it? Somebody did. Okay. So for the Matilda, oh, for the Matildo cake, um, <laughs> it's all red icing, uh, <laughs> pink flowers. It's supposed to be yellow, oh, pink. Man. I said, I understand your, t- your wow. decorator didn't come, man. So we had pink flowers with green letters, and, and, and the only reason why I did yellow was mom went to Slippery Rock, so it's green and yellow are their colors. Whatever, yeah, it didn't springtime. matter. Springtime, it's good color. But I said, I understand your decorator came. That's why you have the bad font. Yeah. How'd you mess up pink <laughs> from yellow? <laughs> from yellow, yeah. <laughs> Like that's not even a colorblind thing. Like right. those are two different families all yeah. together. Yeah. Wow. So we had a good time. Uh, Matthew and Riley uh, at their table, they boycotted the pink. They didn't eat the pink. Okay. Out of boycotting yeah. to be funny, which was right. So wow. So what other food did you guys get? <laughs> Just you a patent wrote. <laughs> Jedi Master Jill. <laughs> that's still more accurate than. <laughs> That's so good. Matildo. <laughs> what food did we get for the... Yeah, I'm curious, like, the meals that you that people made. Oh, oh, the meals. Not yeah. just the meal today for the luncheon. Right, right, right. Whew. All right. Well, we can go... We can reverse engineer it. And they were all the best. Well, that goes back to the rich thing. He came up to me. You guys made sliders, three different kinds. Yeah. Funny story. I You sent me a text saying there's two uh, roast beef, two Italian, and one, or one ham and Swiss. Two ham and Swiss, one Italian. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, wait, he only made five sliders? <laughs> <laughs> but then I said, no. I'm like, uh, he'll talk to Jesus. It'll be a fish and loaves kind of deal. But, but you he know? does the Hawaiian king rolls. Right. And those were whole sheets yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and it only went through my brain for half a second because well, I'm like, no, Eric's my guy. He yeah. got this. And I was even like, well, is this going to be enough? Because I had upped it. When you said 20, I was like, oh, I got to do more. Right. So Rich comes out to me and he goes, oh. This is the best one yet. He goes, I'm into five, I think five. It's probably more of the roast beef, 
three or four Italian. I think I had one of those ham and Swisses. I don't even like Swiss. I had to walk away. And I said, you know, so and he's like, who made this? And so no, that was the that was a huge hit. And then the potato salad, your first. That ever. was a great potato I know, salad. I was really uh, putting that it out really there. Good. I was like, oh, yeah, it was oh, good. And there's a lot of potatoes. And for all of you out there who are helping out five pounds of potatoes, who are helping people going through these situations, you know, always see is somebody organizing because that day, Tommy's neighbors, God bless them, dropped off what? A tray of sliders? No way. No way. And fruit because we did fruit too. Yep. You did a great fruit bowl. Hilarious. Homemade slider? I mean, what's what's their slider look like? They bought them. (laughs) They bought them. So then before that, was uh, we had a lasagna, mm, love good lasagna, roasted chicken, rice, gluten-free muffins, brownies, which went immediately yeah. before anything else. Yeah. That was a meal. It was lovely. It was all real good. Icing on the brownie or no icing? No. Straight up old school crackle love, top brownie. I love a no. Yeah. Crackle top brownie. Crackle top brownie. No I've icing. never heard it described that way. No, but, but that is just perfect. A, yes. Crackle top. Uh, crackle top crusty corner. <laughs> brownie. Slightly underdone. Yes. Just a little bit. Yeah. And then um, we also had uh, rotisserie chickens. Beef. Um, oh, I'm getting cramped up here. Um, and I'm going to feel bad. Well, I mean. Yeah, I'm going back over the days. Um, There's a lot going on. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, so we're getting further back. I'm forgetting. But, I mean, everybody that made it, we didn't have a bad meal. I mean, didn't have a bad anything. Oh, Brussels sprouts was part of that one meal, which mm, was awesome. lovely. Lots of salads. Banged out some salads as well, which is good. Um, so, no, that was the, the different meals we yeah. had. It was funny. For the in-between meal for Mohan's, I ordered 24 uh, extra hot dry rub wings. Yeah. Which, again, I went with not hot food, but a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like I did a big ziti, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I did those because I realized they're too hot for most people, and then I would get the leftovers. Yeah. I walked away with only three. Ah. I was so mad. Ah, I'm like, oh, hey, that's great. You guys are enjoying the wings. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of for me there. <laughs> But anyhow, so yeah, it worked out well. It was good. I do feel bad. I can't remember some of the meals. That's why I'm looking them up right now. But it was great, and we were blessed, and we're very grateful. Um, sounds like we're about to wrap things I up. I think we here. are. Um, for next week, are we going to have Emily on for the postpartum thing, uh, or we don't know yet? There's no way of knowing. Okay, we'll be here though. We will be <laughs> here, and we will do a podcast. Um, but, hun, would you I, take us out? Yep. That's it. that's it for episode 201. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. See you next week. Bye. Bye. There's no bar, like, right. you know, a no restaurant what? bar. But then everybody throws up on each other. So for me, yeah, my mom died. I don't want to cry in a Dollar General. I don't want to cry in a Dollar General. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Bobby! <laughs>